Hey guys, welcome to Mouse House, real Disney talk with the Mouse Mom. And Dad. And on today's episode, we're going to be sharing with you some Disney lingo that will make even the Disney newbie feel like a pro. And that's all I'm here for is to make these newbies feel like pros. Right. Yes. So let's get started. Um, oh, we're just going to jump right into it, are we? We, we are. We no are. friendly banter back and oh, forth before we start? I'm not, I'm not feeling friendly today. No, you're not. Let's just get right not to it. You. It was like you're all business today. All business. Okay, let's do it's it. It's me. Business. That's my middle name. I know. <laughs> Rachel Business. The Mouse Business Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or the business mouse mom. Yes, yes, maybe. Um, so one of I don't want to call it a pet peeve, but one thing we've got to get straight before we get started is the difference between Disneyland and Disney World. Right. Because this really grinds my gears. <laughs> Your mouse gears? My mouse oh, gears. Oh, you, you see, see what I, did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> it's like we're doing the episode from Mouse Gears. That's right. In Epcot. It's closed right now though. So it is. Couldn't. It is. We couldn't. We would be doing it from a construction zone. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably don't allow that. Allow We'd have at to all. hard hats. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jim, so, tell us the difference. What is the difference between land and world? Well, one big difference, and it's probably the biggest difference, is that Disneyland is in California. Yeah. And Disney World is in Florida. Right. But I have heard with my own ears. Many people say, I went to Disneyland this summer in Florida. And and you want and you want to slap them. No, it breaks my little mouse heart. Oh, I want to slap them. Well, that's because you're rude. But I think, (laughs) oh, bless your heart. Because how do you go and plan? Well, you know what? A lot of people don't plan. But you went and you spent probably thousands of dollars on a vacation and you didn't even know where you were. Yeah. Yeah. They were probably wondering where California Adventure was. Right. Well, that's how I sometimes kind of um, gently tell them that, by the way, you were at Disney World when I ask, oh, Disneyland. So how did you enjoy California Adventure? And then they say something like, oh, no, you know, the one with the zoo and um, with, uh, you know, the place with Harry Potter. So at least then I I know that they were in they were actually in, in Florida for sure. But Disneyland is Walt's original. Walt it is. actually it is. walked the land of he did. Disneyland. And I it think is he still in, does today. Probably. It is in Anaheim, California. Uh, and it has two parks. Disneyland, the original. And California and Adventure. Can- California Adventure. And then we have Disney World in Orlando, Florida. That has four theme parks. Magic Kingdom being the flagship uh, original. Um, they yep. Basically yep. a copy of Disneyland. Um, and then... Uh, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. Yes. There is a difference. You're going, you can go to Disney in Florida or Disney in California. That doesn't bother me, but don't say you've gone to Disneyland in California. But you never hear anyone say, you know, we went to Disney World in California. That's true. You never, ever hear anyone say that. Because I think everybody is familiar with Disneyland brand. Well, I mean, it was the original. Right, right. Um, So let's talk about some words or really some some acronyms that you need to be aware of when planning your vacation. Uh, the first is MDE. You may um, hear that acronym and it stands for My Disney Experience. 
And they are referring to, anytime somebody uses MDE or My Disney Experience, they are referring to the planning app that you can log into through either um, Disney's website, Disney World's website. Yep. Yep. MDE is specific to Disney World. Yes. Um, and then there's also an app available in your app store on your um Android or iPhone. And it is the app that allows you to make dining reservations to yes. see all of your plans. Yes. To make fast pass reservations. Love it. Um, pretty much anything you need to do to get your vacation planned can be done through my Disney experience, ordering your magic bands. What? Yeah. You're joking. That which leads me to I mentioned two other terms you need to be familiar with. Do you know what they I are? Wanted, no, I don't because I wasn't listening. Oh, okay. So typical. I feel like we've already had this conversation today. <laughs> we probably have. Yeah, but multiple times a day. Yes. In fact, it was about Disney that we had this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't listening. I let you know about something and you were like, I already told you. Yeah. That's In that exact same voice, you got real deep. You're like, hey, guys. Hey, husband, I already told you. Oh, no, I probably, it was more like, I already told you. Well, that's probably closer, yeah, but I like my more, version better. Yeah, I feel. I love it when you mock me. It's adorable. I know, but isn't it? Two other planning uh, acronyms or words, phrases that you need to be familiar with are Fast Pass and Magic Band. So, uh, yeah. Now it all makes sense. It does. So um, on MDE or My Disney Experience, you can make Fast Pass reservations. What's a Fast Pass reservation, Dad? That allows you... To reserve a block of time, usually an hour to an hour and 15 minutes, to ride a ride and skip the normal line. Yeah. It is um, essentially your get out of line free pass. Yes. To an extent. Does not mean you're not going to wait at all. But a fast pass reservation or fast pass plus reservation um, is for, like you said, about an hour block of time. Um, it is for... Most rides, it is not available for all rides and attractions, but it is available for many of them. Um, and it is free with any um, Disney World vacation. ticket yes. or Disney World vacation. So yes. it can be done as part of your package. You do not have to be staying on Disney property to have a fast pass. However, staying on property gives you some advantages in the fast pass world. Anybody who buys a ticket, whether you buy it day of or a year and a half in advance can make a uh, fast pass reservations in a certain window of time. So fast passes can be made for your vacation. If you're staying on Disney property, 60 days in advance if you're staying off property, you can make those fast pass reservations 30 days in advance. With the exception now, um, Disney has so kindly opened 60-day window to some of their good, what they call their good neighbor hotels. Those are going to be most of your Disney Springs um, hotels and resorts. And then you had mentioned one that they've just added as a good neighbor hotel that will yeah, also have that 60 day fast pass. What was that? The Margaritaville, Margaritaville resort in Orlando. Yeah. Not in Disney Springs, but definitely close proximity to Disney property and, and possibly uh, a fun place to stay. Another um, advantage to staying on property is if you are staying in a uh, deluxe resort and staying club level, you actually have access to buy additional fast passes because you're given three for free again with any ticket or reservation. Um, 
But if you are booked in a club level room at a deluxe resort, you can actually make those uh, additional reservations 90 days in advance. So um, that's what a fast pass is. A little bit about fast pass. We will definitely get into the ins and outs of fast passes. I feel like we just did. There's a lot more to know, though. That, I mean, obviously, that might have overwhelmed. If you might have been, overwhelmed someone because yeah. we're just talking about lingo. I didn't know we would be going into full-blown definitions. Well, I think it's important that you know. Oh, I mean, it's very important. You need to know <laughs> what's going on. So we've got My Disney Experience, where you make your Fast Pass reservations. and Your those, dining reservations as well. Yes. And those uh, reservations can be linked to your Magic Band. Um, your Magic Band, if any of you haven't been to Disney World in a while, and I mean a long while, since, mm, uh, since after 2013. Um, I guess, you yeah. You may remember the old Key to the World card. Um, which linked a lot of your info, your uh, reservation information um, to your card. But now there is a, it's called the Magic Band. Works just kind of like a, a watch. It's got a, what is that called? RFID yeah. chip in it. Um, and that is how you scan into the park for your ticket. It's linked to your My Disney Experience. Um, holds your ticket information, your Fast Pass yes. information. And if you're staying on resort, you can charge to your room using your Magic Band. Yes. Um, so in addition to tickets um, <laughs> that are linked to your My Disney Experience and Magic Band, some people have, um, if you go frequently, you can get something called an AP. You want to tell us what that is, Jim? AP. Stands for? Apple Pie. In your world, yes. In my world, yes, because I love food. But in this <laughs> instance, it stands for annual pass. Annual pass. Pass what? holder. Pass holder. Right. And what is what are some of the benefits of being an annual pass? Well, holder basically, you're time? buying your tickets for a year. Right. And so the breakdown typically is if you're going to be um, vacationing in Disney World for 10 or more days, um, 10 or more park days. Which, if you're an annual pass holder, you are. You're Probably. staying, you're not going there for like five days. Right. If you're an annual pass holder. I'm just talking about the cost benefit. Oh, so yeah. if you are booking a 10-day uh, or more trip, or if you plan to visit Disney World multiple times over the period of a year that would add up to more than 10 days, then an annual pass really is the way to go in terms of, of cost. It pay, ends up paying for itself, in addition to the fact that you get lots of discounts and other perks. But we'll talk more about being AP holders in yet another episode. Yeah, we will, because there's a lot more information there. Yeah. Um, and then our last kind of general uh, term you may hear heard used in the parks is... Cast member. Cast member. What is a cast member? Well, it's an employee of the Disney company. That's right. Or any, the Walt Disney company. Any um, employee of the Walt Disney company, whether you are custodial... You work in the park or outside of the parks and any of the Or Disney. even even if you're Bob Iger. Right. You're a cast member. Any of the Disney affiliate uh, companies, you are known as a cast member. Yes. Pretty cool. It is cool. So don't call them employees. Or people. Or, or workers. Cashiers. Yeah. Yeah. They are cast members. You go, I need to go ask this cast member. Don't go, don't go ask that, go ask that employee over there. <laughs> That's um, what you do at Universal. <laughs> that's right 
Um, all right. So moving along, we have some dining specific terminology that you might want to be familiar with. And this one might sound kind of silly to any of you who have um, any kind of knowledge of Disney World. But I remember when I was planning our first trip being on forums and everybody talking about their favorite snacks. And one that kept coming up over and over again was Dole Whip. And I don't know why me and my little planning knowledge teacher heart didn't go, let me just Google this and figure out what it is. But I kept thinking, I've got to know what a Dole Whip is. And I was imagining in my head, um, I don't know, like a rope of candy, Dole Whip. I just, I had no clue. But I learned. Like you're going to take this candy and like whip someone with it. Yes. You know, those like a nerd's ropes. Yeah. That's what I was envisioning a Dole Whip to be. Everybody was like, raving about them well, so you're just imagining people running all over magic kingdom whipping each other with <laughs> ropes of candy i just knew that i had to have one because everybody was talking about it so um i don't know that we got one on our first trip i don't think we did i think it was our second trip when we finally really yeah. started to explore in fact i think we went into our second trip with the goal of like trying all of the snacks at least all we, the main snacks right Pretzels, like the mickey, mickey head bars Dole mickey Whip. head mickey bars and um, a turkey leg. Oh, and if you like turkey legs, well, more power to you because <laughs> they are was, they are super greasy. I just, again, Disney novice at the time. Uh, I think I stood in line and they were almost out of turkey legs. They did run out, didn't they? Yeah, and they had to go get more. Yeah. And so then I was even more like, oh my gosh, we have to have one. So I think I got each of us one, didn't I? I got like yeah, three, we did. Now, mind you, Paige is seven years old. Anybody who has any experience with a Disney turkey leg is going, you are crazy. Um, But they're basically like dinosaur legs. And so I'm walking out of the line, giving everybody, I think I might have eaten like four bites of that thing. I had at least half of it before I had to chug it in because my stomach was not feeling so great with all the grease (laughs) sitting in it. The dull whip has become one of our favorite. Um, classic, I guess you would call it, classic Disney World snacks. And it is simply, it is so simple, but it's so good. Uh, Pineapple soft serve. Yes. I like mine swirled. You can get it unswirled, but swirled with vanilla soft serve. That is the most, in its most basic form. It's just soft serve, pineapple and vanilla ice cream. But they offer it a lot of different ways. But you can up the ante a little bit. You can get the pineapple soft serve as a float in pineapple juice. Which is great. And now they also also offer it on top of pineapple upside down cake, which is my personal favorite. And that is amazing because you get cake and ice cream. But just so you aren't wandering around like me thinking what the heck is a Dole Whip and imagining I don't know what, Dole Whip is just pineapple soft serve. And you can find it in Magic Kingdom um, at Sunshine Tree Terrace. It's hard to say. It is. Lots of S's and T's. Um, and you have trouble with those. I do. Um, and some other places that I can't think of off the top of my head right now. But um, there are even some alcoholic versions. There are alcoholic versions. I think yeah, there are also different rum. flavors. Yeah, they have. They do occasionally do some different flavors. But just so you know, Dole Whip is soft serve pineapple mm-hmm. ice cream. It is. And it is wonderful. It's very good, especially on a hot summer day. So another dining... Um, lingo we need to know is we're gonna do 
TS, which stands for table service, and QS, which stands for quick service. Right. So what's the difference between a table service and quick service? Well, table service, just like it sounds, you get serviced at a table. <laughs> In its most basic form. You yes, get serviced at a table by okay. a waitress or a waiter. In a restaurant that you usually more than likely have to make reservations for. Definitely. Um, so table service is what we call here, yeah, full service um, in the hospitality world. Uh, or what I used to call as a kid, a sit-down restaurant. <laughs> I want to go to a sit-down restaurant. But all, all restaurants are sit-down. Right. If you think about it. McDonald's is a sit-down restaurant. I know. Restaurant. I don't know why I call I don't know. Why, why do we keep I giving free call. advertising to these people by saying... Who? The name. Who are we advertising? Like McDonald's. Oh. Nerds Candy. Oh, because I know. We're, they're they're going to get so much, so much traffic from the 12 hey. people listening to hey. our podcast. That's 12 people who probably weren't even thinking about McDonald's. Now they are. Because I said it three times in the past minute. <laughs> All right. So table service is your full service uh, with, you know, wait staff and the menu and the whole thing. And like Dad said, a lot of times... Almost always for your table service restaurants at Disney World, you're going to need to make a reservation. Getting a walk-up reservation. Um, You'll be waiting a while. You will be waiting a while or it just won't be possible. Especially yeah. during your busier times of year, your holiday breaks, um, you know, spring break, uh, Christmas, New Year's, etc. You can almost um, count out the idea of getting a table service. But here's a good thing. If you don't get a reservation... For a table service, a lot of the restaurants that are table service also have a quick service nearby. Yes. Which also which serves kind of similar food. In most of the parks, yeah, you're yeah. correct. Uh, so, most, mostly in Epcot. Yeah, it's mostly in Epcot, but you, so you can still try at least mm-hmm. or the like, food. Right. Um, at a, the Hollywood at a cheaper Derby. price. Yeah. Um, restaurant has a lounge where you could try some of the yeah. food. So there are some some quick service options where you'll get maybe a taste of the table service. If you didn't get the opportunity to make that 180 day, that six month in advance table service. And then quick service, you know, that's basically Disney's fast food. Right. Where you just walk in, you order, you get it after a few minutes. Right. No unless, waiters. Unless no, you no, use no. mobile dining and then yes. you might get it quicker. So table service versus quick service. Essentially you are sit down as little Rachel used to say versus your counter service or fast food restaurants. And then last but not least in dining, you need to be aware of the Disney dining plan. Also sometimes referred to on forums as the DDP Um, Disney dining plan is a plan that you can add to your um, Walt Disney world vacation package. If you are staying on property so it is not something that you can buy separately um, if you're kind of piecemealing your package together, meaning that you bought maybe tickets from a discount ticket and you're staying off site. You cannot buy the Disney dining plan, but it can become part of your package. Um, and it is a set cost per day, per night of your stay. So if you're staying for five nights, you have to book your Disney dining plan for five nights um, for each person in your party. Uh, there's a set price for adults and for um, children. And we've done Disney dining plan. We've done the math on it. Um, We usually either break even, occasionally have come out ahead. Sometimes we've come out behind with the Disney dining plan. So we won't sit and argue about 
the uh, is it worth it on this episode. Um, but Disney dining plan is something that you should definitely be aware of as an option for your vacation. I will say the biggest benefit to me is it's a just, lot of food. It's a lot of food. That's 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 dad's favorite part. Well, it's a lot of food, and the best part at the end, if you have extra snack credits, which oh. most people do yes. at the end of your trip, <laughs> and you're ready to leave, you can just go to town in any of the gift shops at your resort or whatever and just grab and eat all the snacks get all the snacks all the snacks, all the snacks. <laughs> so yay for snacks um disney dining plan uh takes kind of the the guesswork and the worry out of your vacation your food is already paid for um and so all of those snacks that dad wants to have i don't have to go oh my gosh here we go again cha-ching 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 because they're already paid for so that's what i like about the ddp or disney dining plan all right so we've talked about some general uh lingo and some dining lingo what about some resort lingo man i can't wait to talk about resort lingo so we've got three different, I say we, Disney World has three different um, categories of rooms that you can book when booking your vacation. Um, and so if you're talking to somebody and they say, oh, did you stay deluxe? Did you say ma? Did you stay value? And you don't know what that means. Well, let me tell you. Um, value resorts are the lowest cost option on Disney World property. Um, all Disney resorts, whether you're staying deluxe, mod, or value, have the same benefits in that you get extra magic hours. Um, you have free Disney World transportation. The transportation options vary from um, each of the different levels uh, where deluxe may have access to the monorail and value does not. Um, every Almost all of the resorts have bus service, but free transportation of some sort to each of the four uh, theme parks on property. And then you also have um, free transportation to and from Orlando International on Magical Express. So there are some big benefits to staying um, on Disney property, no matter what level you are staying at. But value is your uh, lowest cost option and includes some resorts like our all-star uh, music, movies, and sports, pop century, and art of animation. Yes, you got them all. Um, and then next level, we have our moderate resorts. And uh, those include resorts like Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs. Um, the French new Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs. Yes, which we highly recommend. Um, the Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter. And I think that's it. Did I miss one? I feel like I missed one. I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> but they're a little bit more expensive um, cost per night than your value. Um, but they're still, I would say, a good value uh, in terms of your uh, Disney dollar, your Disney vaca your vacation money. Um, and the great, um, I guess, advantage to moderate over a value is that some of your moderate rooms allow you to stay with five people. Um, rather than just four. So those with uh, more than two kids, if you're, you know, staying family, um, that might be a better option because with a value resort, most of your rooms, you can only book four people in. And so you would need two rooms, which then kind of negates the cost of the value. 
And then moving up, we've got Deluxe Resorts. And these include uh, Contemporary, the flagship uh, resort at Disney World. Um, no, I'm sorry, the original resort at Disney World. Grand Floridian is the flagship resort. Yes. Um, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Wilderness Lodge, all of your Epcot resorts like Beach Club, Yacht Club, and... Animal Kingdom Resort. Animal Kingdom Lodge, yes. Um, and these are obviously your most luxurious uh, options. They are also your most expensive options, but they do come with some great um Did you say the contemporary? I did say contemporary. I called it the flagship. It's the original. Oh, okay. Grand Floridian is essentially the flagship. I yeah. believe is what they, the flagship resort, the one that represents Florida um, or Disney World the best. But um, Deluxe has lots of um, advantages closer to most of the parks, uh, more transportation options. But again, those all come at a cost. I will say, once you stay Deluxe, it's hard to go back. It is. It really is. The exception of contemporary does not have any bus service to the Magic Kingdom because it is too so close. Right. It's literally just a walk across the street, which is great when the weather is nice. Yeah. If it's raining and pouring, you probably don't want to walk. Or if it's but 80, you can take the, 85 degrees and December. And you can take the yeah. monorail. Yes. The monorail is always a fun. You have to ride the monorail. When you go to Disney World, even yeah. if you're not staying on Disney World property, you gotta hop on that monorail. And then the contemporary takes you right into your hotel if you're staying in the A frame. If you're staying in the main tower. If yeah. you're staying in the buildings behind the main building, then you gotta walk a little it's, bit. It's five years later and he's still salty. It's all good. Very salty. <laughs> we point of the contemporary salty is because to stay. we were sweating because it was 85 degrees and December. You gotta stay in the A frame. At the contemporary. At the contemporary. Okay, goals. We got we got hashtag Disney goals. Okay. <gasps> Just let it go. I hate okay, goals. so once you decide what um, category of resort you're going to stay in, you get some category room options. What are those, Dad? The room options you get are preferred view, water view. Or standard view. So they're just preferred rooms. It's not a preferred view. Sorry. It's not really a preferred view because yeah. preferred Let's... preferred really means that you're closest to the action, to the main right. building of the resort. Right. So preferred is a uh, preferred room is, like he said, close to the action. This is going to be most important with your moderate resorts and your value resorts um, because the layout of those resorts, if you ever take a look at a Disney map when you're planning Look at the size of those moderate and value resorts. They can be quite spread out. Your room can be really far from uh, your main dining hall and your check-in. Um, and while they have, um, you know, parking available, if you've taken your car, you can drive around to them, which is convenient. If you've flown in and you're on Magic Express, you it can be quite a trudge from check from check in um, to your room. And so a preferred room is going to be close to the main building um, on those moderate and value resorts. And it's going to, I think it's worth the little bit extra. You're usually pay for night yeah. per night. For oh, definitely. Room. How many um, times did I hate when we were first staying at pop century, we would get back from being at the parks all day. And then we had the refillable mugs and you were like, I want to die at Coke. And then I would have to walk. Five miles. No, not At really least five days. miles. It seemed like five miles. <laughs> After you walked 10, 15 miles a day, it probably did. 
was not my favorite. So when we stayed there again, we stayed, what, in the 50s building, which was much closer. Right. We, we got smart and we started booking preferred rooms. Um, and then at certain resorts, you kind of learn um, that sometimes the water view rooms are usually closer to the action as well, because water view can be a view of the lake. Uh, or whatever body of water your resort may be near. It could also be pool view. Um, and again, if you get those pool view rooms or water view pool view, um, then you're usually a little closer to the action as well. Yeah. And then you have your standard view. Which, which is the parking your, lot. Mo- yeah, sometimes. Most of your standard view are fine, but it could it could definitely be a parking lot view. Parking lot or a view of the room across from you. Right. But it's going to be, that's going to be your least expensive option. And again, if you're, if you're working Disney on a budget, I would much rather stay in a standard room looking at the parking lot than not go to Disney world at all. Frankly. Okay. And now we've got a few just fun kind of Disney world lingo terms that you should be aware of. Fun lingo. It did. That's a fun lingo. Okay. Um, So the first term, a term that if you have talked to anybody who's been to Disney World before or is a Disney World fan, you may have heard them use a term called rope drop. Uh, And rope drop just means arriving to the park. Um, All parks do a rope drop. Super early. Yes. Super early. Typically 30 minutes at least before the park opens. So if the park opens at 8, you want to be there at 7.30 and so on. The earlier you get there, the closer you are to the front um, entrance of the park and the closer you are to actually see the rope drop ceremony, whatever that may look like at the park that day. But they do literally in most parks have cast members drop a a, a rope uh, of some sort or lead you into the park. Um, once rope drop has started, everybody kind of runs to um, the ride that they are waiting for. And there's just so much excitement. I, I love being in a rope drop crowd. Like that is one of my favorite things. I get so hyped. But one of our tips for that is wherever you see the huge mass of people going, yeah, go in the opposite direction. Don't be a sheeple. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Go, yeah. Find the find the path of least resistance. Exactly. Sure. There's so just, I mean, it's just human nature. That if everyone's mentality. if everyone's going to Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios, you, go you to might Story go Land. to Toy Story Land. That's right. Or, but usually a lot of people are going there now. Well, now everybody's Toy Story going Land Galaxy's Edge. And Actually, Galaxy's Edge first. Everybody's stopping right at the front and trying to get their Rise of Resistance boarding pass. Yes, but. that is true. <laughs> um, and then um, if you got up early, you may not make it all the way, but there is something very magical at uh, Magic Kingdom called the Kiss Good Night. And that is at park close, actually about 30 minutes after park close. Um, there's some music and the castle lights up in a special way. And you hear, is it Mickey? It's been, it's been a minute since we've stayed yeah, at Kiss Good Night. I think so. Um, but just kind of send you off for the night, tell you good night, um, and thank you for coming out. It is Disney World's way of saying get the heck out of here, but even but Disney in the, World in the nicest way possible. And then, yeah, because because even Disney World can essentially tell you it's time for you to go now and make it like the most magical special thing ever. Yeah. So um, if you want to be super brave and go rope drop to kiss goodnight, um, man, that could be a long day. And if you do that, fun one. If you do that, God bless you. Yeah, you. I can do that if we take a nap in between in the afternoon. That's always my tip. Um, and then we have the hub. What's the hub? 
the hub is the center of Magic Kingdom, right. where everything spokes off right. of the hub. Right. Like all the lands go off their own spoke. Because Disney World was built in um, a wagon wheel style. So the hub is the center of the park, right in front of the castle. It's where all the castle shows happen, where people line up for parades a lot of times um, and for the um, evening time fireworks. Um, But it is just the center of the park, right off of Main Street. And then, as Dad said, all of the lands kind of um, feed out from the hub. So if you ever have anybody say, meet me at the hub, they just mean right in front of the castle. And then last but not least, one of my favorite things uh, to do and talk about and find, whether I'm in Disney World or sometimes just at Target, like I find them everywhere, I feel like, is a hidden Mickey. What is a hidden Mickey? Hidden Mickeys are kind of just what it sounds like. They are Mickeys that kind of either naturally occur um, in the world. So I find them and I take pictures of them. Um, but in Disney world, there are actually um, hidden Mickey's at the Imagineers, the people who there's another word. Imagineers. Imagineers. We didn't even think about Imagineers no, as the lingo. Um, but well, maybe the, that could be for another episode. That's right. The people who build the parks, the magic makers themselves um, have kind of secretly built in to the um, facade, to the pictures, to the tapestry, like, just anywhere in Disney, um, they they hide these little Mickey forms. So, for instance, in the line for um, Slinky Dog Dash, if you look at the clouds um, over the scene right there before you board, you can see Mickey in the clouds. Um, sometimes you can be walking around Main Street and find um, little hidden Mickeys in the pebbles on the ground. Um, you can find them anywhere. There's actually books about hidden Mickeys and yes. all of their locations. They're really fun to find. I like just kind of finding them organically. Yeah. They just, it's the, and not knowing where way. they are, not knowing where they are. Um, but it is fun to go on a specific hunt, especially if there's one that I've been looking for, for a while that I've heard about and can't find it. Then maybe I'll refer to my, my book and make sure I see it the next time. Well, we thank you so much for listening to mouse house, real Disney talk with the mouse mom. And dad. And we hope that you'll listen to us again soon. See you real soon, friends.